All right, Bulls fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And on today's episode, I'll be giving a state of the Chicago Bulls heading into the game against the Phoenix Suns. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and a little bit more. Let's get into it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls Nation. So I understand, first off, that we are at a time right now, especially gearing up for the playoffs, being this close to playoffs, and the Bulls dropping considerably in the standings. Pair that with the fact uh, that we have a very dangerous stretch of games where we're playing a lot of playoff teams towards the back half of the season. The Bulls do have the toughest schedule in the NBA remaining from here to the end of the season. Now, with all that being said, we got to we got to we got to give a state of the Chicago Bulls before this Phoenix Suns game. I think I, I, we all know that we want and we probably need a win tonight against the Phoenix Suns. Now, the Phoenix Suns do come in without Chris Paul. We know who we're missing in Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball. We know all, right? We know all this. But what I've seen lately in the comments, what I've even felt myself as a fan, um, and everything in, in Bulls Nation in general, it's very dark times around here. And let's bring some realism into it. So let's start off with the fact that the Chicago Bulls and their injuries, right? And you hear people, oh, injuries are not an excuse. You're right. Excuses don't exist. But there are reasons, and we have to understand the difference between a reason and an excuse, right? I get, I get the next man up mentality worked very well for us at the beginning of the season. But at the end of the day, when you have people who are supposed to be in your second and third screen, second and third uh, string, playing in key minutes and key roles that they were never meant to play, and it definitely does have an effect. Now, one thing that I will say as well that we've seen with the Chicago Bulls is that they have lost games that they should have won by giving up leads down the street. Now, Bulls fans have asked, they've said, they've, 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 Talked about Nikola Vucevic as well and what's going on with him and really have made him kind of the linchpin in a lot of their issues with the Chicago Bulls team. And I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, Vooch is not the only problem here. Yes, Vooch is, does have defensive lapses. This is true. Nobody's, give, nobody's giving that up. But I think we, we sit there and we, max, we, we pinpoint all of our issues on that because we know that he, guess what? Vooch was this defensive player when we got him. Vooch was this defensive player we knew was coming into the season. That's why roster construction is important. And what AK and Eversley built with a fully healthy version of this roster were a lot of things that helped minimize uh, Vooch's lapses on defense. And we're missing a lot of it. We're missing the two, the two key people that were supposed to help cover up a lot of Vooch's key defensive lapses were Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball, who we've missed for huge parts of this season. Now, with all that being said and identified, let's also talk about the fact that Zach Levine, our franchise player who is going to sign a max level deal, anyone who's in the comments saying, we listen, Zach Levine is getting the max. We need to come to a realization with that. We spend so much time as Bulls fans thinking about things and putting energy into things that just aren't going to happen. Zach Levine is getting the max contract. And even with that being said, even if, if Zach Levine did take a slight discount it's not going to be enough of a discount to where it's going to give anything else as far as salary cap room for us. It's just not. You are looking literally for Zach Levine to give us some salary cap relief and not really keep, uh, uh, for us to sign another free agent and not have to use exceptions. He would almost have to stay on the exact contract that he's on. And that is not happening. So, again, while we're talking about the state of the Chicago Bulls, Bulls fans, be realistic. Zach Levine is signing the max. We are not trading Zach Levine for fucking Anthony Davis. Cat, uh, uh, nobody. It's not happening. Zach Levine will be on this team come hell or high water. And if he isn't on this team in the future, then it's going to be even darker days because that usually would mean that, or that will mean that he left in free agency and went to a team that is still going to give him the match. 
Now, again, with that being said, to get back to basketball, this Chicago Bulls team, when they've had their full complement of players, has been dangerous. Even without that full complement of players, the Bulls, went with their closest version of being fully healthy, were a top five defensive team in the league. Well, hey, you may say, and I understand, the Bulls weren't facing the best competition then. You're absolutely right and correct. But at the end of the day, the thing that I've, that, again, state of the Chicago Bulls and realism is that when the Bulls have the offense that they have, if you can even get in the top 10 defense, that is a dangerous team in the playoffs. Now, for those same Bulls fans that say, are the Bulls even going to make the Yes, the Bulls are going to make the playoffs. Are the Bulls going to be a playing team? I will say there is a chance that they will be a playing team. By the way that they're playing now, we need to see them play better. But I am willing to bet my money that this team does enough and gets enough together to stay in that, that four or five seed when, the, when this is all being done. Now, again, realism, state of the Chicago Bulls. What are some of the good things about the Chicago Bulls? Because we don't want to stay on the negative. DeMar DeRozan, who's had a, a damn near historic season in, in, at the age that he, that he has been. Zach Levine, who is showing the ability to hopefully get back to being that dangerous player offensively that he was if he continues to play aggressive. When you add in the fact that we're bringing Patrick Williams back, that hopefully we, we also are bringing um, Lonzo Ball back and gearing up, and we're going to have a fully healthy team for the playoffs. Woo! The Chicago Bulls can be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Now, whether, whether that results in a first-round exit, a very competitive first round, or maybe we get bounced, maybe we make it to the second round against bounce there, let me again talk to you Chicago Bulls fans. The sky is falling, Chicago Bulls fan, to tell you this. Coming into the season, had anyone said the Chicago Bulls were going to be winning 45 games, that they were going to be the fourth or fifth seed in the league, and DeMar DeRozan was going to have a historic season, most Bulls fans wanted to, would have taken that. But now, because of the Bulls and how they played, and admittedly, I, I understand it. How the Bulls played early in the season, our expectations got high. But again, this three-year window that a lot of Bulls fans like to fix, fixate on, it's not a three-year window. We have so much longer than that with this front office, with the young players that we have here. And yes, not every young player is going to pop, probably be on this roster when it's all said and done. But at the end of the day, what AK and Eversley have done with this team is build a great and solid foundation to build and hopefully continue to build upon to get to being a perennial contender. Now, some Bulls fans are also very upset. They are down. They don't, they, they, they think the Bulls overachieved. They think all of this. Keep in mind, this Bulls team for almost half the season, when it's all said and done, would have been had would have had a second round rookie point guard. And let's talk about that second round rookie point guard. Io DeSumo, who many consider the still in the draft, in the redraft that ESPN did it, he went from being drafted in the second round to them saying he would have been drafted 14th. And even with that being said. I think that is still low. But to say that we've got a lottery uh, lottery uh, pick talent in the second round, again, should show you what AK and Eversley can do and have a vision for this team. Now, some may say, again, the pessimistic sky is falling Bulls fans. Well, it made sense to draft Io. He played in Illinois. He's from Chicago. He was a scoring threat in college. Guess what? There are a lot of other teams that could use Io right now. He's here. At the end of the day, no matter what you want to lobby towards it, Ayo DeSumo is here on the Chicago Bulls roster, and hopefully he's here for a long time. But that should show you what this team is able, able and capable to do. Let's also talk about the deals AK and Eversley made. The fact that they are creative and have and use sign-in trades, two sign-in trades, and a double sign-in trade at that to bring in Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan. Now, some may say again that Lonzo Ball was already predetermined and destined to come to the Chicago Bulls, and you may be right. But that does not change the fact that how they use the salary cap and players that weren't going to be on this team or did not have a future on this team to, to bring him in and give him more money. 
When you have a front office that does that thing, those those things, when you have a front office that goes out and gets their guys, you trust that front office until they show you otherwise. Now, to get back on the Vooch train, I know I kind of got off on that. Nikola Vucevic, even in a down season, is one of the top 10 centers in the NBA. And everybody thought throwing, lobbying, will, Miles Turner, every listen, those players, it's a give and take. What they bring in, it's easy to say, hey, bring in what Vooch doesn't, but they don't bring what Vooch gives either. Now the Chicago Bulls also haven't used Vooch very well. They don't keep him in the post, right? They don't feed him in the post as often. He does go out to that three-point line a little bit too much for my, for my liking here late. But still, with that being said, with a, with a front office, even if you are on the train where you think that Nikola Vucevic does not and should not have a long-term role on this team, guess what? At the end of next season, Nikola Vucevic's contract is up. This offseason, Nikola Vucevic is an expiring contract. So even if you are, which I am not on the train, of Nikola Vucevic not needing to be a Chicago Bull, guess what? Again, that front office that I just talked about, that front office that gets creative with deals, you give them a $23 million expiring contract and look at what they did with contracts of, of Sato, uh, uh, Garrett Allen, and all those players. Imagine what they can do if they do decide to move off Nikola Vucevic's contract. Early in the season, everybody was so focused and concerned and, and thought that they knew that Kobe White would not be on this team after the trade deadline. Now, some B Bulls fans also may say, hey, that may be one of the reasons why we're seeing this issues. The Bulls did not get up off Kobe White. Well, let me tell you again what this, this front office could possibly do in the offseason. They have their own first-round pick, which they can trade during the draft. They have Kobe White's contract. They have Nikola Vucevic's contract. By damn, this team could do some things if they decide to make moves. But making a move midseason when you hadn't gotten a chance to see your team fully healthy, which we still have not, did not make sense. Did not make sense. And I know, and I understand, especially the casuals and 2K players, you just want to make trades all day long. But guess what? This is real life, and that is not how real GMs make money. Everybody needs to calm down. Whatever happens this season, it's not the last season. The sky is falling. Bulls fans need to just fall back and stop worrying about making deals and being being armchair GMs and, and, and enjoy the team. That's not to say don't critique. Hell, I built a whole platform on talking about what the Chicago Bulls do. There have been a lot of Chicago Bulls fans that don't like when I do talk about the things that the Bulls do wrong, even in wins. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, this team, this team has a great foundation. And no matter what happens, I trust AK and Eversley to do what needs to be done. But let's talk about the game tonight against the Phoenix Suns and why the Chicago Bulls need to get their shit together, right? I talked a lot. Again, that is uh, objectivity. I talked a lot about the good and the bad. But at the end of the day, I don't care that Chris Paul is out. I don't care. This is the same Phoenix Suns team that scored a dropped 140 points without Chris Paul. This is a Phoenix Suns team that ranks third in offense and second in defense in the NBA. This is a tall test for the Chicago Bulls, but we need to see the Bulls play well. We need to see them execute. The Bulls, these players need to get their shit together. They need to lock in and focus. I know I just threw in a lot of things, but yes, the thing with it is, is that yes, while we're missing a lot of talent and you can't replace that talent by just the next man up mentality, this team does need to have a great showing against the Phoenix Suns. I won't even get to where there needs to be a win or loss. I would love a win. I need to see a win. That is my personal thing. I need to see a win, and I think this fan base deserves and needs to see a win as well. We need to see this team execute. If they play extremely well and just don't have enough and come up short, fine. But the lapses that this team has, right, the way that they sometimes get punched in the face and whittle away, that there's only, only always one player, either DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine, who steps up while everybody else fails them. They need to look at themselves and ask the question why that happens. We talk about Alice Caruso's leadership. We talk about the energy he brings. We talk about Tristan Thompson. We need to see those players 
hold their players accountable, which they have been doing. And sometimes we do need to realize that effort isn't always going to equal results. But at the end of the day, we need to see that effort. As a fan base who is bent on and believed in this team, we need to see the effort tonight. Zach Levine has been hobbled. And shout out to his heart. Shout out to this fight. Listen, the Zach Levine knee back thing is not going to be fixed into this offseason. This is basically the version of Zach Levine we're going to get from now into the playoffs. So all these comments, all the, all, like, be realist. And I don't want anybody who comes and go, you're, you're welcome to your opinion. And again, like I've said before, and I still hold true, my opinion holds no more weight than anybody else's opinion on our platform. This is our platform. But this is just my opinion on it. The Chicago Bulls need to get their stuff together. They need to play better. They need to lock in. They need to show that heart and determination. But also, let's hold the coaching staff available. You get Bulls fans that, that blame everything on the coaching staff. You get Bulls fans that say, hey, the coaches aren't out there making the shots and getting rebounds, which I all understand. But for those who know basketball, those who watch the game of basketball and absorb it, knows when a coach is being outcoached. And Billy Donovan has very much been outstrategized and outcoached. Now, am I saying that Billy Donovan needs to be fired? No. Am I saying Billy Donovan isn't going to be here next year? No. Am I saying Billy Donovan can't get it together? No, I'm not saying those things. But I need to see it. Just like we're seeing him be outcoached at times. Just like we're seeing him not make the correct adjustments. Just like we're seeing teams come in better prepared for what the Bulls are doing because the Bulls' offense stagnates. Now, that is on the players as well. But that's also partially on the coaching staff. This offense has become very, very predictable, not only by Bulls fans, but by our opponents that are watching it. As we gear up for the playoffs, we need to see a better effort from that team, from this team. I'm not going to get into predictions or what I think exactly will happen in the game, but at the end of the day, we need to see more effort from our Chicago Bulls today. I'm a frustrated Bulls fan, but I love this team. I live and breathe the Chicago Bulls, and I'm never going to give up on this team. I'm never going to, I'm never going to not be a Bulls fan. But at the end of the day, I need to see my team do better. And I know a lot of you guys do too as well. Thank you for, uh, for uh, coming to my TED Talk today. I really sat back and thought about how I wanted to do this video today. Did I want to do it more traditional? Did I want to do it as I, as I normally do videos? And it didn't feel right. I wanted to give a state of the Chicago Bulls heading into the Phoenix Suns game. And I would love to hear your opinion. You can, you can leave it down below in the comments. You can call or text it. The number to do that is 773-270-2799. But that is it for me for today, guys. Uh, Ricky Fontaine will be hosting the... Uh, post-game show against the Phoenix Suns tonight. So shout out to Ricky there. You guys probably won't see me again till Sunday. But thank you so much for your continued support of the Chicago Bulls. Thank you for being a Bulls fan on top of that. I love the energy here. And I understand we're not always going to agree as a fan base, but I love you guys. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, again, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. I love you guys. See red, don't be red. Go Bulls. I'm out. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.